the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball, Dina Siriano, and Kristen McFeely. It's Friday. It's 5 o'clock. What are you ladies drinking today? I am drinking Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. Uh, we always have these in the fridge, I feel like. Um, it's one of our old standbys. It's delicious. It's crisp. It's wonderful. It's easy. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> easy breezy. Cheers. I love an easy beer. Cheers. I'm drinking a Modelo Especial, and you know what? Kristen, this is my go-to refrigerator like staple. Ah, I nice. love it. It's my Miller Lite. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, lo- I these are just so great. No lime though. Okay. I don't like adding a lime to oh, my beer. Oh, see, I like an I like a lime with those kind of Mexican beers. I'm a weirdo. So I, you go you go can you leave it in the can? I'll leave it in the can. Okay. Yeah, but see, my grandmother will say I'm not classy. Well, she's probably right. <laughs> she's right. Yeah. She's absolutely Grandma's right. She right. knows me. She always. But yeah, she likes to poke fun at me. She's like, mm, you're not classy. And then like, she's like, she stares at me at the bar and I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I just like walk away. Can we get grandma on the show or what? I know. I want to meet your grandma so bad. I'd love to have grandma on. <laughs> the lottery tickets. She'll talk about the lottery oh my tickets God, that'd be great. and she'll talk about the Phillies. She's oh, on it. I would yeah. love that. Oh, we yeah. got to have her on. But you guys, she doesn't have the internet. She doesn't want a laptop. She doesn't want an email. She doesn't text. Take her to your house. I know. No, I'll, I'll show up. I'll make it happen. But um, yeah, the Modelo, the Modelo glass bottle is gorgeous too with the gold foil. It's that's a classy bottle. So anyway, what are you drinking, Bill? I am drinking uh, tequila. This is our summer drink, me and Sheena. We drink tequila with uh, San Pellegrino grapefruit. It's so good because it's not grapefruit juice. You know, San Pellegrino, it's almost like a grapefruit soda. It's got a little bubbly. It's so yeah. good, man. It's so good. Actually, she bought these by accident. I think it was like two years ago. I thought she. I think she thought she was buying like the lemon, and she came home with grapefruit. She's like, oh, "I don't want grapefruit. I don't know what to do with it." I said, "Let me show you what to do it. Do with it." And I grabbed a tequila. And I, poured, I made one, and it's been our summer drink ever since. So, oh, I love it. Anyway, happy yeah, happy hour, ladies. Cheers. Happy happy cheers. hour. Cheers. Speaking of the Paloma. The one thing I remember actually about the Paloma is when we went to um, that compass retreat in LA and I remember Sheena ordering them the whole time. And I was like, what is it that you're drinking? And she's like, a Paloma, this is the best drink ever. And that <laughs> oh kind of got me, because I'm not, I've never been like much of a tequila drinker, but that got me hooked on the Paloma. That was all Sheena. And that was in LA. What's crazy is it's, it, it's, it's actually a totally different drink. If you have tequila and regular grapefruit juice, Versus a tequila and San Pellegrino grapefruit, it's it is two different drinks. I mean, we call this a Paloma, but it's really it's not. It's just a made up thing. But it, I think yeah. it's way better. It's way better than a regular because you got a little carbonation, it's so good. and it's not quite as sweet. Maybe oh, there's a lot of sugar in here. But <laughs> I'm gonna really, try, I'm gonna try so, that. Yeah, so I'm definitely good. gonna try definitely it. Definitely try it. Hell yeah. I don't know what it is, but tequila messes me up in me the best too. way. Like I get really hammered, but I can't. But like blackout, so that's like my no-no liquor. Unless it's in a marg. I don't know. There's something about it. I really want to start drinking tequila, and I, I don't know what to do with it. So maybe I maybe I do that. I think you'll like it. You should do it. Yeah. You should definitely do it. So what's been going on? What have you guys been up to? Uh, it's been a busy week. <laughs> oh, whoa, it's been whoa. a busy week. Take another sip. Take another sip of booze before you get into <laughs> I have not actually had a great week. I've had like, you know, you go through those... The thing in real estate is like either things are going really well or things kind of all crash at the same time. It's a little mm-hmm. bit of a roller coaster and I'm having a week of things crashing. Um, just like bad stucco inspections. I got an $85,000 um, remediation report Ugh. today that I have oh to present my to my God. sellers. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, a possible lawsuit. <laughs> oh, there's lots of, lots yes. of stuff happening this week. Wow. This is You're making like me want to drink. Not Ooh. a fun week, but you know, next week will be fine. <laughs> That's the way this business kind of is. You, yeah. When you think like, oh God, what could go wrong? Then all of a sudden everything kind of turns itself around. So oh. I've, I've had a hell of a That's week brutal. so far. But, um, but anyway, brutal. how about you guys? I got this condo under contract and it's a government relocation. So I'm basically like a glorified liaison. They're a pain. It's an as-is sale, yet there's so much paperwork. You know what I mean? It's so clear it's as-is, right? 
Yet the buyer's agent sends me this crazy reply to inspection. And I'm just like, what do you want me to do with this, dude? Like, it's not like this is like a $500,000 condo. It's $300,000. It's a studio. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm just going through the motions with that. You guys can relate to this. But you know when like an agent submits an offer and they're like sweet as pie. (laughs) Okay. And then you get to inspections and you're dealing with a different person suddenly. (laughs) And I'm like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Who is this? You know what it is, Dean? It's like before you get the offer, like when you have a listing, especially in this market, you're getting all this activity. All these agents start calling you. That's them flirting. You know what I mean? They're mm. flirting. <laughs> they're, they're playing yeah. nice. They're pretending yeah. they're sweet until you get that deal signed. Then you see the real personality coming. Yes. <laughs> Not all yeah, the time. Parents. Not all the time, but uh, you know, oh. it tends to happen. I, I'm telling you what, this agent who I don't really know. Okay, not they're not familiar to me. I'm not going to mention who it is. Calls me when they're at the home inspection with their client there and their agent and just starts yelling at me on the phone. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, why don't you call me later when you're not around your client? Because I can tell you're at the home inspection and you're like showing off. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dude, call me later. What are you doing? Like, this isn't good. And she and they're like, I don't know what you mean by that. But like, da, da, da. I'm like, oh, OK, God. I'm just trying to keep the beat. I'm like, come on, bro. Like. So I'm like, where's Dr. Jekyll? Where, where's, where's the sweet? But what happened to you in like ten days? But anyway, that it's like extreme right now. But everything's gonna be fine. Everything's cool. The relocation company is actually really cool, and it's going to be okay. That's my tea. It's going to be okay. How's your renovation going in Port Richmond? So I was actually there today. It's going great. We are at a standstill right now, actually, because we're looking for someone to do drywall. And for whatever reason, it's like the most challenging trade. These people don't show up or they show up and then they just ghost you. Like it's the heart and no one has a contact. They're like, no, I don't have a reliable contact for this. And it's like so like niche that you can't just like do it yourself. It's not painting or tile. We're like, we're going to do that ourselves. But like drywall, it's like a whole thing. It's like a mess and it's just like so labor intensive. And so I'm kind of going through the motions of finding someone reliable at a good price to do that. Cause like, I don't know if I was telling you about the, the sheetrock of the ceilings are like kind of cracking and we're like putting in new light fixtures and stuff like that. So I'm like, I just want to make it level and flush and clean. So I just want to redo all the ceilings and we're going to scrape off like wallpaper and repaint everything else ourselves. But I just can't, I can't find a good contact, you guys. And if I, we got one quote and it was like this crazy number. I'm like, you don't want to do the job. Like you just, I basically paid that for the house. I'm like, like what? Back in the fall, my good friend, Tim Gleason. So his wife, Lila, works with uh, my partner, Mary, my fiance, Mary at Anthropology. Tim is like a special finishes like master. He does like tile. He does like unique installation. So he installed, he designed and installed these custom floating shelves in our living room and did like a drywall arch. So we had like this weird bump out of like where you would have a fireplace next to it between the bump out and the windows. He did floating shelves and then made it like flat and flush and did this whole thing. We're buying this. I was telling him about the investment property and I was like, you know, we're going to need this, this and that. And he's like direct subs all day. Just like keep it high level and vague. Say, you know, drywall, two bedroom house, 1200 square feet, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, so I posted on there and I found a guy and I met him at the property today and he, it seems legit. So I'll let you know, but drywall. And then once we get that going, I'm going to tile the kitchen floors and I'll I'll let you know the hex. It's coming. I can't wait to see it. I know. I'm nervous. I'm like, what am I doing? But I'm excited. It'll be good. That's great. My dad is a carpet cleaner at the shore and he's like, I want to learn how to refinish hardwood floors. He's like, I'm going to do your house in Port Richmond. I'm like, okay, you nut. Like you're, you're going to drive down to Port Richmond nice. or drive up to Port Richmond and do it. So I'll let you know. I'm going to post that on Instagram when my dad's in there doing the floors. He's going we'll to practice on your place first? Yeah. Yeah. It's a test drive. Yeah. That's nice of you. You can't. Yeah. I'm like, you. there's no way you would do worse than me doing it. Oh, so like, no. come on in. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bring it. Like, it'll be fine. What about you, Bill? I felt like I was like sprinting. You know, when you're sprinting, I mean, Kristen's always sprinting. So I'm talking to Dina right now. 
So, you know, like mm-hmm. when, when you're really I busy jog. and you're like on the street and you're just running from appointment to appointment, like that was me in like February and March. And I feel like my settlements are all, I'm just knocking out settlements right now for April and May. I don't really, I'm not running anybody right now. Like I got stuff coming up later, but like I kind of need like a little bit of a time to like regroup and I just want to make me sure too. I get my stuff yeah. to settlement. There's times when you're just sprinting. You're on, you're on appointment, 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 and you're doing paperwork at 11 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? And contracts and that kind of thing. So my buddy's in from out of town. So it's like a perfect time where, um, like, I'm not sprinting. I'm just getting these deals of settlement, and then I can, uh, you know, get a chance to see him. And we're going to watch the draft. I have a buddy in from Houston. I got a buddy in from Nebraska, and I got a buddy in from North Dakota. All wow. meeting at what? yeah, all meeting at my friend Phil's house, and. We'll watch the draft there Thursday night, Friday night, and some Saturday and Sunday. We've been doing this for years. This has been going on now for like 25 years where, I mean, we've missed plenty of years in between, but around draft time, we always try to meet up for the draft because my one buddy, Mike, is, he's like, he works for an ESPN affiliate in Nebraska. He's got his own radio show there for like the local, local sports uh, station there. And he, like, he follows the draft that's what he does so the he NFL shows up draft. yeah exactly so he shows up with okay. like a binder like the size of a phone book and then oh the sixth God. round he knows where the, who these guys are he's mel kuyper yeah exactly basically. exactly okay. exactly okay. yeah so we got that going on this week are the what what's the quick t for the eagles are they gonna blow it yeah what's happening okay all right <laughs> just so we're on the same page <laughs> Joining us now is our good friend and teammate on the Philly Home Collective, Deirdre Affel. Hey, D. Hey, babe. How Thanks are for you? Coming hey, on the show. Up? So happy to see my friends. I miss you guys so much. And Bill Ball, I haven't seen your face in so long. I it's know. ridiculous. You're welcome. You know, I see your name on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Bill always has the camera off on Zoom. Yeah. Right, right. Team uh-huh. meetings. God, God, God knows what he's God doing. God knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Smoking a pipe. <laughs> Drinking a hot coffee on the deck. Let's only hope that's <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. I like mm-hmm. to keep you guessing. <laughs> um, all right, so this is the happy hour show. D, are you having a beverage? I am, my darling. I am having a William Hell Chardonnay that is recommended by my son's partner, <laughs> who he's been engaged to for, what, two years, Kristen? Two yes. years, right? And maybe someday they'll friggin' get married. But at this point... <laughs> It's not going to happen. So, anywho, that's what I'm drinking tonight. So, oh so, we just do partner in air quotes for now until we get more yeah. details. I wore the ring I gave her around my neck on a trip to California. He gave it to her. Nothing's happened since. I, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. This sounds uh-huh. like a reality uh-huh. so, show that needs to be made. I don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> you kids these days. It's too much work. So, D, uh, it was a couple episodes ago. Uh, me and Dina were, we had a segment where we were talking about real estate and we were talking about all the crazy things that pop up from time to time that make us go, this is the crap they don't show you on HGTV. So I'll give you an mm-hmm. example. So during the episode, Dina tells a story of her in a listing of hers where the owner had moved. So it was a vacant listing. It was nine o'clock at night. The hot water heater busted. Mm-hmm. So the condo's flooding and she's in there with a shop vac mm-hmm. <laughs> like nine, ten o'clock at night, sucking up all this water from this tank. So we, we just had this whole segment on that crap they don't show you on HGTV. So it's the point is, it's not that glamorous, no. you know, sometimes. Really? I know. Right? <laughs> it's shocking to you, right? It's shocking to you. So since we were talking about HGTV, we said we got to get Deirdre on because you were the star of the hit show House Hunters. So we figured we get all the dirty details from you. Well, thank you for that, Bill. I- I'm pretty sure I was hardly the star. Um, however, I was on the program, and to this day, people recognize. Get out! <laughs> I'm not kidding, and it's random. It's like Paparazzi. so bizarre. Not even okay. Like the dog groomer. <laughs> I went into the dog groomer one day, and and she's like, "Oh, you were on House Hunter." <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here! That's so funny. I didn't get a discount, okay. but I yeah. She's like, yeah. Come on. And, and like random women in, in Philadelphia will run up to me and say, oh, I saw you on House Hunters. 
And That's one of wild. my most difficult clients, remember this one, Kristen, uh, found me from House Hunters and she said, if you could do that, you can help me find a house. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I did, but I, not until I fired her once. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Deirdre is known for having interesting clients. I don't even want to say they're not all difficult, but every single one is interesting. Every unique, single one. Unique. Mm -hmm. Today, I walked out of a closing with a four foot ladder, a dolly and a, and a radio. Okay. <laughs> to put in my was this a radio shack? Where was this? Like, <laughs> put that, you know, compass in Chestnut Hill. <laughs> you know, who else does that? Lugs this crap out of it to put in my car. Anyway, I digress. I apologize. That's exactly what we're talking about. The crap they don't show you on HGTV. So why don't we start oh, at the- my entire career. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's what's not shown on HGTV. So why don't we start from the beginning? How did you get on the episode? Okay. Well, I had these adorable clients came in from Salt Lake City and they wanted to live in Glenside. And we hooked up and took off together and had a great time. Really had a lot of fun. We found them a house. And she writes to house hunters and tells them, you know, she wants to be on the show. And you know, millennials, you know how you are, Dina. You all want to have a TV program. <laughs> I do. I'm waiting. I want to be the next Rosie, but that's another, that's for another episode. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but damn it, doesn't she get it done? Okay. Mm -hmm. And she gets us on house hunters. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to happen. Well, it happened. But at that point, you had already settled, right? You had already bought the house or they were under contract? She was under contract. So we had to find two houses that were for sale in the neighborhood that we could use as other, you know, foils. Decoy, yeah. And we had to go through and look at those houses. So every time you see me on house hunters, which is terrifying to begin with, because I'm no Kardashian. Okay, I'm really not. You know, no Kim or Chloe or any of them, even Chris. You know, nobody, not even the brother, whatever. What's his Rob. Name? <laughs> I'm not even China. Um, <laughs> but, but every time I'm, I'm, I'm looking up into the air, like I'm looking into the sky for clues. For like what is you going are on actually, you actually are. Oh my gosh. Cause I'm trying to remember my line. What was the, well, what was the turnaround time? So like, your client, I guess, wrote to them or applied online. Two weeks, which was a, a rush like they've never seen on House Hunters before. My friend Tracy did a demo tape of me driving in the car, um, talking about, you know, the neighborhood and, you know, driving places and stuff. And, and I told a story about the little girl, their daughter. I had short white hair at this point when the little daughter turned to me and she said, you know, you look like Santa. <laughs> That's when you know you made it. it was, there it was, you know, that was my, that was my demo tape. Anyway, so it was really fast. Like it came up really fast. So before I had any time to use common sense and get the hell out of Dodge, you know, <laughs> run away to Italy for a couple of months, I was stuck filming House Hunters. And it was hot as a mofo that week. I do remember how hot it was. It okay. really, really, really was. It was like an unseasonable hot Hot. When you're in the other two properties, like, are you just shooting from the hip? Well, then they, they come up with these questions, Dina. Like, she, all of a sudden, my client, Jamie, was like, oh, I really want a ranch house. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is news to me. This is the first time I've heard anything about you wanting a ranch house. Like, what? Mm -hmm. We don't even have those here, really, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But there's a lot of, like, they try to make confrontation or, you know, some drama. Yeah. It's really low budget you guys <laughs> it's really low budget yeah. she already bought the house so like how long after settlement did you guys start filming they came from utah they had bought the house we filmed for a couple of days then they moved in and then they filmed the end part of it if i remember correctly because i feel like i was kind of like along for the ride a little bit i was hearing this day to day when it was happening wasn't it like they had to go into the home first and it had to be empty because they had to look at it like an empty home, like they were deciding mm -hmm. whether or not to buy it. And then at the end, they wrapped it up and they were furnished. They were in it. They were living there already. So mm -hmm. what was the time frame between that? Did they come back like a couple weeks later, the crew, the house hunters crew, or was it? Yeah, they came back, but it, we did it really quick. We did it. It was all done and wrapped up in like two weeks. 
Got it was it. it was an unusual situation for house centers and for all of us. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was crazy. And so we had to find these two other houses that were on the market that would allow us to film, even though we weren't going to buy them because we already had a house. But it was very kind of the other agents who were, who were great uh, to allow us to film in their houses and run through the steps of, of the purchase and whatnot. It, it's just a crazy, crazy experience. And not only not only get into these houses that you knew that they were not going to buy because they'd already bought something, but like, if I'm not mistaken, with house hunters, the, the whole thing that to me is so annoying as a viewer is that they're pointing out things that are so ridiculous. So they're probably like saying all these negative things about these two poor houses, <laughs> these two houses that they're not planning to buy anyway. They're like, I don't like the paint color. And oh my gosh, the, you know, the cabinets are silly things. When you try to film three people in a bathroom in Glenside, you can't. It's physically impossible. Okay, these bathrooms are not big. All right. <laughs> there are not huge camera angles there. So we're all like squished in. You have to remember where you walk so that you can recreate that 35 times right. afterwards. Cause it's, but it's, they don't give you any prep for this. They just kind of do it, wing it off the cuff to make it more natural, which makes it anything but natural. Yeah. From my best experience now as a movie star, uh, yep. <laughs> I found that, uh, yeah, I could use a little prep to begin with. Well, Dee, I, I remember there being a very funny story. Speaking of how hot it was during About your filming. Yes. Why don't you share mm -hmm. that story? I'll never forget this story. So, um, you know, it was very hot and I was a little puppy. And so I went out and bought this magic underwear that were, you know, like the size of Texas. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wore them under my dress to keep everything in, but I had to wash them out at night. So, <laughs> so we're three three nights of, of filming. You know, three days of filming. I changed my outfit each day, so I washed it. So <laughs> anyway, I, I'm driving down the street with the underpants that I'd washed out hanging out of the window of my car because they're drying on the way to the shoot. So I I see Griffin coming the other way with the dogs, and so I slowly open the window and out go the underpants in the middle of Moreland Avenue, which is the street I happen to live on. Big purple underpants in the middle of the street, laid out, massive. And neighbors all out in the street watching this thing, looking at this like not and so I get out of my car and I said, Don't worry, it's only my underwear. <laughs> Grab them up, get in the car and take off. Okay. I can't. I can't breathe right now. It's so it's not <laughs> the life of a movie star. It's movie magic. Oh my god! And then the very ironic thing about all of this is that now that you now live two or three houses down from that house. I, I do. I do. You've mm -hmm. since bought a house on that very street. In fact, one of the houses that we filmed in just came on the market this weekend. When did the episode air? Because I haven't seen it. It was a long time after it was filmed, wasn't it? We did this in June or July. It, June. We did it in June. And then it came out, I believe, in like February. Yeah. And we, Kristen, we all went out for dinner. Mm -hmm. And then we all sat with my family, you know, who are the, the sweetest critics. You know, <laughs> God. <laughs> we all sat in our family room with friends and family yep. and watched the episode. And that's when Nick pointed out, you know, that I kept looking up and reading the stars. <laughs> <laughs> looking up to go, this is a 1,200 foot, you know, square foot colonial. <laughs> here. <I'm just> like, <laughs> Humiliating. I thought you did good, Day. I You're, thought so too. That was, you know, why? Because that was that editor was gifted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that editor, that editor should be editing, you know, movies at this point. She was remarkable. She really was. She she made shit shine. Mm -hmm. So what did your what did your what did Jamie your clients get out of it at the end? Like they really really wanted to be oh, on. They this. loved it. They loved it. They loved it. It was just an exciting thing for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she, you know, she's like that. She's a photographer. Yeah. She loves, and we filmed in Jay, my best friend's backyard. Yeah. So that he had a beautiful, his beautiful garden. They filmed in my backyard. They filmed in my house. Um, I mean, they loved it. They loved it. I mean, she likes that kind of free song of being a celebrity. 
Yeah. And did anybody get paid anything for doing it? You or the buyers? They offered me $500, but I didn't take it. So no, no one got paid anything. The $500, I spent more than that on pizza for the crew. (laughs) (laughs) You would (laughs) have. I entertained the crew all the time. Loved them. They were the best. The the film guys were amazing. They were so cool. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was fun that way. You know, it was a good group experience. Would you do it again? Would I do it again? Now I would. Now I would. In the winter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In a sleeveless dress. <laughs> Poor Griffin, though. We, you know, when he drove down the street and saw the underpants fly out of the car window, you know, and into the street, and he just went, hmm. <laughs> you know, my wife. That was all there was, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a saint. <laughs> D, can we get that link somewhere? Can we post it somewhere? Dina, can we get the link and maybe put it on our IG or no? We have all been trying to find it. Who can find it? We like literally every time there's like, you know, I always repost when that when it comes back up on Facebook, I'm always like, oh, throwback Thursday, Deirdre on House Hunters. And every time people are like, where's the link? How do I get the episode? And I have no idea. I've run out of luck trying to. There've only been like 4,000 episodes. I know. There's okay. a million episodes. So it's not like, you know, it's it's not like there's any, you know, dearth of uh, <laughs> shows. We'll do a little research. We'll do a little research, see if we can find it. It would be good to have. It'd be good mm. to put on our website. Yes. Yeah, that well. would be great. I, mean, I can have daily humiliation. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, D. And we're going to try to look for the link. And if we can find it, we are going to put it on our IG page. Right, Dina? Correct. That's Home Collective Happy Hour at Instagram. Okay? We're on Insta. <laughs> but I think it is something that you should drink along with. Yeah, absolutely viewing that. Mm-hmm. Dee, thanks so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Oh, love yeah. you guys. We love, love you, you guys. Thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you so soon. much for coming. Come back we'll soon. soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be back soon. You better. <laughs> you and your purple underwear. Bye, Dee. Yeah. Bye. I can show those sometimes. <laughs> Bye. See you. Um, you guys, I got the funniest email last week. You got a funny email? I got a really funny oh, email. It's better be really funny if I'm... Listening to an email story, but go ahead. Listen, fucker, it is, okay? (laughs) So I get this random email, and I want to know if you've gotten an email like this before, because it reminds me of if you didn't work in real estate and you didn't know anyone in real estate, it's like what you, it's like surface level, like what you think of real, like it's like the movie I Love You Man and all the billboards and stuff like that. You're like, what? So I get this email randomly. Subject line, grocery cart advertising. <laughs> oh, <I've heard laughs> <laughs> they must have thought you were in the suburbs. Well, I don't think so. Okay. Hello. I'm reaching out about an opportunity for you to advertise your business on the front of the shopping carts <laughs> at your local at your local Philadelphia Acme markets. Okay, okay. And they name three addresses. Other stores may be available upon request. You are exclusive to the front nose of the shopping carts and will receive 60 full color ad inserts. Your ad inserts will be like oh X God. size for all the so shoppers great. to see. Grocery stores oh average God. approximately 20,000 shoppers per week. Oh I'm like, what? For a limited time, I'm offering a special price of only 335 per month per store. So, so it's an annual program with payment option, blah, 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 blah. Like gives me the whole spiel. And I tell my friends about this and like they die laughing because they're like, this is our dream for you. We, we want yeah, you to we do, should do something funny. We really should just buy it and do something so, funny on there. So actually, that so would be I'm, funny. I mean, so I'm thinking about replying and getting like more information just to see maybe the shows on the Acme cart. Like that who would knows? be funny. That's kind of what it'd be. It's funny if you're trying to be funny. It's kind of cool. But if you're trying yeah. to be cool, it's horrible. You know what I it's mean? Horrible. It's a horrible idea. It's horrible. So I went, we went to Lowe's this past weekend to get like, you know, plants for our backyard and all that good stuff like mulch and stuff and we get a cart and mayor's like this could be you babe (laughs) (laughs) you could be big time you could be at lowe's babe like this is your clientele what are you doing like you know this is you it's like like the billboard at the bus like at a bus stop you know like the back of the bus bench (laughs) yeah i'm like so then i'm like thinking i'm like what are our missed opportunities like what it, where could we advertise that we haven't thought of? Like, cause 
And I think about I Love You, Man, the movie where the best friend buys all the billboards for his buddy. Have you seen that yeah, movie? Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen that movie, I've yeah. Seen it. Oh, Kristen, it's so good. Rashida Jones is in it, who I love. That might be my hall pass if we were talking about oh, on. that last episode. I love Rashida <laughs> no, I Jones. I got to go and check her out. You got to check her out, Mel. Well, let me, let me Jones hit the Google. Daughter. Come on, Google it. Yeah, so... Quincy Jones's daughter. She was in the office for a quick second, and then she was in Parks and Rec. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, what do you connect with the comedy level part of it too? Is that the deal? Of course. Okay. I mean, yeah. she's attractive, it's the full but package. I mean, she's the a full comedy, package. The comedy the package. Okay. I'm not just surface level. All right. I'm you a surface guy. You need to have guy. a sense okay. of humor. You. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any of that. I got you, Dean. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm thinking about ways to that agents advertise that are quirky and unique and funny but no like the grocery cart just got me because i i thought that was the funniest thing and i'm like you found me what why what, what? do i have a face for a grocery cart is that what you're saying like you might actually <laughs> what if we could do like 10 different ads for the carts with like mm-hmm. us with like pictures like Hey, Jabroni, don't forget the eggs. You know what I mean? Just don't like forget the stupid eggs. shit. Like hey, 10 the different ones. coming. You got to get the beans and the milks. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you that know what I love funny. about the grocery store in Philly? And my best friend and I kid around about this, but when you go in a thrift way in Fishtown, but it's the Port Richmond thrift way, even mm-hmm. though it's like Fishtown Crossing, it's Port Richmond, baby. So you go in there and it's all the, the moms work there. And they're in their like 60s and they go on the intercom and they read the specials and they're like, okay, potatoes, $4.99 a pound. Oh my God. All right, aisle seven. Go get the Triscuit crackers, $2.99. Okay, get so to great. the deli. Keep going. cheese. Three ninety nine a pound, like and he just like <laughs> Nina. That was a good accent yeah. from a South and Jersey girl. I'm saying, and I'm like, I, I'm like, that's where I want to, I want to advertise right there. That, Get that me in Port Richmond Thriftway. You could probably just slide yeah. one of those ladies like five bucks, and she'll probably Get drop your name. Get a bedroom right at him, one ninety nine in Port Richmond. Like, you know, <laughs> here's that's my awesome. thing about advertising. Awesome. I never want my face on anything that somebody could draw a mustache on oh yeah right that's true so like a billboard or a grocery cart or yeah. even a sign that's like funny. people put their face on signs i don't want anything that someone could be drawing like a you devil's beard and a mustache on oh yeah i feel <laughs> well, that now that's you know what's going to happen it. if you didn't I get know. it you know. i don't have my yeah. face on anything but the billboard <laughs> is a bold move for a realtor if you're in a billboard you like that is a brave move i'm like lawyers do that like trip and fall call da 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 like agents shouldn't be getting a billboard but if you're getting one it better be good and then if they draw the mustache on there God bless, because you you put in some serious effort to get up there. <laughs> Just you know, pound it. I love it. Like the grocery cart might need to happen, guys. I might need to spend a three thirty five for one I month. Might, I might need to do it. I, I think we might it. need to do it. I think it's great. Let's talk to Chloe on. <laughs> right. All right, we'll do a sidebar with Let's Chloe. Speak. We'll circle back on the next episode and let yeah. you guys know where we land with that. But yeah, Bill Ball, I know you went to Barbuzo last night. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know you sat at the bar. No, you can't sit at the bar. Yes, you can. No, I didn't know that. Okay, well, I'm up. telling you, as of last week, Philadelphia yeah. Department of Public Health announced they're now allowing groups of four or fewer from the I same household to that. sit at the bar. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm on top of that. I knew That's that one. Awesome. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting for that moment to happen. Damn. I love sitting at a bar. Damn. Yeah, it's here. We're here. That. We made it. We made it. You could take Sheena. Or I can enjoy myself. That's awesome. Um <laughs> I was at dinner last night with uh, the wife and my buddies in from out of town. I didn't see anybody at the bar. Um, they're still checking temps on the way in. That's all good. But I did not know that. But I will do that while he's in town. I didn't know. I, I didn't know yeah. that was uh, back. Thank God. So you got to keep six feet apart. Groups of four or fewer. Groups of four. So like, oh, and then oh, six I was like, my buddy's got to sit groups. six feet. The next party. Okay. No, gotcha, between gotcha. between the next party. Okay. And there must be plexiglass barriers between patrons and bartenders so maybe barbosa didn't have that uh, but yeah that's weird mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so you got to do like the little side like move to get the drink 
But then restaurants are allowed to serve up to 25% of their max occupancy for indoor dining or up to 50% capacity if they're able to meet the health department's ventilation standards, which that's a whole other situation. But tables have to keep at least six feet apart. No more than four guests can be seated together. Customers must wear a mask, da 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 But Bill, that headline, I thought of you, bro. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think a lot of people so. are waiting for that. That's great. Yeah. It's so funny because like where I live, I'm in the city, but I'm on the, I'm very close to the border of Montgomery County. And so it's, you know, 10 minutes into Montgomery County. And for a while, we've been able to like sit at bars and stuff in Montgomery County. So it's. So you don't give a shit is what you're saying. <laughs> we've been going outside of the city. We've been going outside of the city. Although we haven't, I mean, not that we've done much at all, but, um, but yeah, we have been like going outside of the city to go out because it's been open for a while there. No, that's cool. That's, that's awesome. still great. It's still nice to see. So yeah, we were out last night and the weather's getting nice and all these restaurants, they actually have their outside seating. It looks great, you know, up and down 13th Street where we were. Yeah. And uh, even like in Barbuzo and a lot of those restaurants, their, their fronts are, you know, usually have big windows that you can open. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, it was great. I mean- this is what's yeah. needed, you know what I mean? Like these these places need to need to, for us to to go back, you know. And it's a and great stuff. That's why they're doing it too, because they want. They're like, okay, we gotta we gotta boost it up to support the restaurant industry, the food industry. Yeah, like, I mean, it's time. We don't want we don't want them to go away. I mean, come on, let's no. go. You know, no. So yeah, we what did you eat? What did you order last yeah, night? I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to go. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm not going to go through the menu like I did last time when it was a, the spite, the spite date, the or spite, spite date. dinner, date, whatever it was. But um, oh now we had a good time. Yeah, I, I definitely drank That's too good. much, but you know, you're just excited to be That's out. Where in law, my in laws mm-hmm. were here babysitting, so we actually had like eight o'clock reservations. So we felt like you know oh, normal man. people. Yeah, love it. You know what I mean. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. So you know, I had a, probably too many cocktails, but you should. But, um, uh, you nice. know, you I should. do it again. You deserve yeah. it. Yeah, you do. You do. You deserve it. You got. <laughs> you got the baby. You know, you've been cooped up. Your buddies oh in from yeah, out of town. Exactly. Perfect. The perfect recipe. storm is basically the perfect storm happening. to yeah. get hammered. Yeah. Good for <laughs> you. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm great jealous. news, though. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. I did yeah, not know that. I. Hot off the press. Oh, sweet. Okay. Sweet. Hot off the press. What else we got here? Mother's Day's coming up, guys. If your mom is like us and enjoys a beverage, then maybe you should consider signing up for a cocktail class together because New Liberty Distillery in South Kensington is celebrating Mother's Day by hosting three cocktail classes on May 9th. Okay. I might sign up. I don't All know. Right. I just throw stuff in a glass and shake it with some ice call today. <laughs> but if you want to get bougie, sign up for this. So they're going to take place at noon. 1.30 and 3. And during each one-hour session, attendees will learn how to create two delicious libations. It's called the Aviation, oh, which like is those. made... You like the... Okay, so mm-hmm. I don't know about these drinks. Yeah, that's a good one. It's made with Snug Harbor Gin, Liberty Bell Creme de Violet Liqueur, Liberty Bell Sour Jer- Cherry Liqueur, and Lemon Juice. That's the first drink. Then the second drink is the, the Lucky Lavender Fizz which is using the Snug Harbor Gin, Kinsey Triple Sec, Lavender Syrup, Egg White, Clarified Lemon Juice, and Club Soda. Like, this is bougie. That sounds fun. Yeah. Bougie. It does sound like fun. You know? Dina, I could I could be your mom, and we could go together. Let's just do this. <laughs> I can't get my mom to do any of this Let's stuff. Let's do it. Fakey like an HGTV episode, you know? Yes. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Well, I think about when I think about these like cocktail classes, I think about Ina Garten making the Manhattan in quarantine and it was literally like a 40 ounce Manhattan. Did you see that video? No. Oh, my I God. love her though. Oh God, it was the best. She put so much alcohol on that thing. I was like, you are my girl. So like that is my dream scenario like my mother loves Ina Garten so I'm like this would be the perfect opportunity to like emulate that I'm like get us a jug of booze and like the biggest (laughs) bucket that you can find and I will make this lavender fizz whatever (laughs) you know gin cocktail let's do it each class is going to take place in the outdoor cocktail garden on site at New Liberty Distillery 
You can register online. It's 125 bucks, and it includes admission for two and all ingredients needed for the class. And then if you're a member of the Spirits Club at New Liberty Distillery, you receive a discount. So that's pretty dope. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. So then if you're an outdoor activity type of person, if you like roller skating, <laughs> okay, which I don't, but back in middle school, I did. But like roller skating, like OG, not rollerblading, right, right, right. but skates, yeah, like four. the wheels. The Rothman Orthopedics Roller Skate Rink is opening April 30th at Dilworth Park. It's running until June 27th. And what's cool about it is it has a retro inspired design. So there's going to be a checkerboard floor, twinkle lights, and then they're going to do like a colorful overhead installation of hula hoops. Like, why not? Let's just do it. Let's just hang some hula hoops. Sounds like a Sheena night. (laughs) It's a Sheena night. I thought of Sheena. totally would do this. Because you know what's so funny, you guys? I I guess this time last year. Yeah. April last year. You're ordering weird shit online because you're like, I don't know how long this is going to go. Like, what are we doing? Like, you know, my dad's ordering like kettlebells. And like free weights and shit. But like, if you come to my house, Mayor, Mayor ordered roller skates. She's like, I'm going to get them. I'm getting roller skates. They never came. They were back ordered. Wow. Like everything else. Who oh, would have thought that roller skates would be out of stock? You guys, I feel like people are giving that shit away. I'm like, well, you know, what's weird about that is I have two separate friends that are not in any way connected to one another that have taken up roller skating during quarantine. And I've seen them on um, Facebook roller skating. Like there's, and one of them meets with like a group of people and they, I guess they're, I think it's in Fishtown somewhere maybe or Kensington. It's gotta be. And it's like at a, um, like at a, a, like a basketball court or something. And they just roller skate. They play music. They bring like (laughs) a boom box. (laughs) They really, and they roller skate. And I have another friend completely unrelated to, to, this guy who also is has really taken up roller skating and is really into it. It must be a thing now. I don't know about you guys. If you, I'm sure you took up some sort of hobby or you tried learn some, learning something new, like everyone was baking bread suddenly, right? Well, for me, I this is last year, okay? This is no longer happening. But last year, I was teaching myself how to play guitar. I got an Were acoustic. You? Oh yeah. So <laughs> I tried that years ago. <laughs> oh, my I tried God. that years yeah. ago too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm like teaching myself how to learn. I got an acoustic guitar. My best bud, Aaron, let me borrow his guitar. It's still here. It's in my office. Like I'm like playing like every day. And it's like when you couldn't see your friends. So you're like, going on zoom with your friends and there's like nothing to update them on but we were like having drinks and like playing some games and mary and aaron were like how's it how's the guitar going and i was like you guys i'm like i'm playing so much guitar and i show them my fingertips and they were like beat red that they lost their mind they were crying laughing they're like you're like bleeding it hurts (laughs) it is so painful it's so painful like Getting through, building up the the, the callus mm-hmm. or whatever. The, oh my god! And like I have like child sized hands. You guys like I do so, too. That's why I couldn't. You need like long, slim fingers. Yeah. I have short, fat hands. Yeah, me too. I have meatball hands. I'm like, what am <laughs> yeah. I doing? Why I should be playing the bongos or something? <laughs> like, why am I? <laughs> so they lost it. They lost it. They they fell over laughing at me. And so I'm can like, you play anything? What's the end result here? Well, my goal was to play the Stars Born song, the Bradley Cooper Gaga song, mm-hmm. because that's my karaoke duet song, which you guys don't know this about me, but I'm really into karaoke. Anyway, it didn't happen. I didn't have the patience for it. And like my hand was killing me. I was just, but like I could play like a little bit of Nirvana and like a couple other things, but that's it. That's, if that's I really, a lot. and that's a lot. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But m- my cousin's like a musician and he like shreds on guitar, but I can't. I have bongo hands. But I'm curious, you guys had to do something random during quarantine and I want to know what it is because mine was guitar. My other one was I got a jump rope and I was jumping rope in my backyard to try and stay in shape. And then, you know, that that ended its course real quick. But what did you come on? There's got to be something. I wish I could say I had something. 
I mean, the thing I've always wanted to do, I really thought like I would learn a new language. That was kind of my thing. And I've been wanting to do it forever. I used to be okay at Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took it all through high school. Uh, and I just thought like, I'll pick, I got Rosetta Stone, like I was yeah. ready to do it. And I just never like, I don't know, as weird as it was, I don't feel, and you know what it was actually, now that I'm looking back, we moved during quarantine. Oh, so we, yeah. And we're still not even totally moved in, but we moved during that time. So I felt like I had a different project every day. Like I felt like for one week I was going through, well, more than a week, I was going through like all of my clothes and like oh, yeah. weeding things out and getting rid of stuff. And and then I went through all of my, Billy and I have a lot of collections of things, like going through that kind of stuff and like just figuring out what we're moving and not moving. So I felt like that was a major, major project that took up any time that that I had. And honestly, I, I feel like there wasn't a lot of time. It, in, as strange as it was, like even though real estate sort of shut down for a little while, there was also... Um, there were still things happening. Like there was mm-hmm. never a day where like there was no work to do, you know? So I still felt like there was, like I was working during that time. We sort of had like our bubble of, we had just our two neighbor friends that we kind of stuck with sort of through quarantine. So we did get to hang out with with them, like socially distanced, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say I didn't really pull off anything in a whole year, anything really new. Yeah. I feel like moving though and like relocating to this another This is a part, major move. That's a this major. Is a move, like we're never moving again. Like this was a major, major move. And yeah. we're under construction. We're still are. I mean, yeah. it was like we had stuff to do. There's a, a million projects we still have to do. So I feel like that's maybe been what we've been up to for mm-hmm. the last year. Billy became a pretty good cook. We didn't do any of the bread baking or anything like that, but he became a pretty good cook. He made most of our meals, which was great. But yeah, I, I'm like almost embarrassed to say that I didn't take the time. You know, looking back, like I didn't take the time to really do anything exciting. I don't think you should be embarrassed by that because I feel like you're very humble and like you always have something cool going on. The fact that you got this really cool house, that's a whole transformation. That's a whole process like to follow. I feel like that's a cool that's a cool thing that you're taking on. That takes up a lot of time. You so know, much it takes up a ton of time and just trying to reorganize yeah. You know, and get everything back. And get rid of yeah, stuff. get rid of oh, stuff, and then man. set up your rooms and set up your office. I mean, in between, still working. And you got to remember, just because we were in quarantine, you know, we only slowed down. It was like that one month. I think it was April. Yeah, it was April. Mm-hmm. Because March was busy, and then like things picked right back up again in in May. Technically, I think we were supposed to shut down March sixteenth, but there were people like in mid transaction at that point. Or like just about, and or they were motivated to do something. So it really was April, I think. For us, we didn't have all this free time. So by, you know, our son was born in November. So by the time things started, you know, shutting down, when things started getting serious, it was like February and March. And, you know, we had a three-month-old. So... It's not like all of a sudden, okay, we could stay at home and now we can do things. It was like, who's watching the baby and who's working? And we had to take turns. So like for the longest time, somebody was on morning duty with the baby while the other one worked, you know, and we switched. And for the afternoon, whoever was working in the morning got baby duty in the afternoon. So it's not like we we had time to, you know, to do something else. You know, you try to look at the positive things, you know, so – in life, right? So what I kept saying to my wife is like, it's stressful as this is and being home is so difficult and it's really hard to get anything done. I feel like as time passes, we'll look back on it and say, we were kind of lucky to be around him yeah. every single day in that first year. I mean, he grows so fast. Yeah. I mean, we were looking yeah. at him today and we do this every day still. He's like, he's a year and a half and he's running around here and we're just looking at him like, how did this get to this point? Like, how's he so big? And, and, <laughs> and we've seen him every day. Like, I've had friends in 2019 who had kids or, or early in the year, like January, and they would work till 7 o'clock at night. And they would tell me that, that their first year was like a blur. And he just was like this kid, a toddler. Like, so he felt like he Man. missed all that time. Yeah. And even though it still felt fast for us, it's like at least 
we we were here. I mean, we saw it. We saw the whole thing, and we you know we have nine million pictures of every day. So you know, yeah. with the iPhones today, you have everything. So as hard as it was, I know that we'll look back on it and we'll say we were kind of lucky for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you will too. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, that you're you're gonna be able because you're gonna say it. You're gonna feel that. You're, that's going to happen, you know, because this, what we've all gone through and what we're still going through and we're coming out of hopefully is like a historic thing. So we're going to reflect on this. It's going to be mentioned. And the fact that you had a child right before and you were able to be around him for that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, people will envy that. Yeah. That's as special. hard as it it's was, it's so cool. hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard because you have to work and you're tired and you're stressed and you're, you know, you have to stop working for a few hours to take care of the baby. But I, mm-hmm. you know, you know how it is. Like time gives you a lot of perspective. So like we, we ready to talk about it now. But yeah, there wasn't a ton of time to do anything else besides like reading or which crazy is I had the idea for the podcast right before <laughs> all this stuff went down. So we were yeah. doing recording in the very beginning of this in 2020. So right. with yeah. any downtime that we had, I was able to like try to figure out how we were going to do it and pra- practice the editing and that kind of thing. So that's really the only like creative or fun stuff. I remember you talking about it. And you and Mackenzie were doing it. And I was like, are you kidding me? That is the coolest thing. You were the Bill. only one, by the way, in that entire meeting. And I remember you going, I remember, remember Dan, I lost Dan it. was asking our goals for 2020. And I said, I want to do a podcast. Yeah. And there was like crickets. And a lot, I just hear Dina going, oh my God, that's so cool. I'm like, all right, there's one. There I felt like is. Jerry Maguire would grab with the fish. Like who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? And nobody's saying anything. Bro, I'm right there. I'm coming. It was Renee Zellweger. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I can't do an impression of her, but like, you know, if she had a Delco accent, I could do it. But yeah, I'm your Renee Zellweger. That meeting, that was funny. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Well, I think you said what? You got excited when I was like, and we're gonna be having drinks, and you were like, I'm in. Call me, Bill. Let's go. That sounds so cool. I want to drink and talk about shit. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I want to drink. Yeah, I want to drink and talk shit, Bill. What are we doing? Call me. All right, ladies, let's wrap up this show. We want to thank Sweet D for coming on and telling us her HGTV stories. That was awesome. That was great. She's a star. She's the most famous person we know, you guys. She really is. She is. She really is. She's our Kevin Bacon. You have to give her some, you have to spend some time with her really truly in person over drinks and she's got the best stories and she knows everyone you would be surprised how many people she's she's uh partied with sweetie <laughs> is the uh she's the funnest person in any room i think i wrote that on our ig story yeah she's the life of the party yeah, she that's really for sure. is that's where the party Absolutely, is yeah. you know when you walk in yeah. a room if these yes. sitting around at these standing around and drinking yeah. that's where you want to be you want to be at that table <laughs> yeah you want to be yeah. right there yeah 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 I love she's it. she worked in in media for so long and in publishing and so she's like her connections with like ev- literally everyone business owners politicians musicians like she's friends with the roots I mean she's she's I know and we didn't just, even get into that we didn't even get into we that get into that's, that's like, what I'm saying it's such gotta, a cool thing she's too. gotta come back we gotta get her we'll back get her she's back. gotta talk about Questlove's gold Crocs on the Oscars <laughs> oh yeah we gotta get her on she's got a lot of stories probably. <laughs> none that can be told here but we'll get her back in the near future but anyway ladies thank you so much have a great weekend thank Thanks, you Bill. you Good too to see you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. See you guys cheers Dina that accent was <laughs> You got use guys, all right? Don't be fresh. I joke with my buddy and we we do don't be fresh, you're not going to the Flyers game, okay? No. <laughs>